Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, Season 5, Episode 1. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, non-toxic positivity, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, what does the meaning of life have to do with self-awareness? What if the meaning of life is just staring us right in the face? Philosophers, for as long as we've been recording history, basically, have been trying to figure out this grand scheme of the meaning of life. They often treat it like it's this big, in-depth, complicated concept, and it's something people have been striving to get the answers to for like forever, basically. I mean, this is something that has occupied religions and governments and, I mean, take your pick. But I've been postulating for a while now that the meaning of life is absolutely simple and incredibly so, and this is what I believe it is. The meaning of life is to live. Well, what the hell does that even mean? What that means to me is that it is all about our experience Experiences. It's all about living and having and being and doing and just experiencing life for all of its possibilities and potential and opportunities and all the things that makes it this great mystery. Life is not the same for any two people. It's similar, sure, but it's never the same. And part of that is because no two people are alike. We are among eight billion other individuals on this planet, and each one of us has our own unique perspective on reality. As Einstein famously said, reality is merely an illusion, albeit a very persistent one. To me, what that means is that how I perceive reality isn't the same as how you perceive reality, and vice versa. No two people see the world in exactly the same way. That's not to say that there's not a collective consciousness, because there is, and we are seeing evidence of this on a regular basis. Group think can do some really weird things to this world. Sometimes they're good, sometimes not so much. But there it is. Lots of times whole groups get together and they oppress other groups, or they try to force other groups to be like them, or take your pick. Sometimes groups get together and they try very hard as one to make the world a better place, to open hearts and minds and souls. There is no right or wrong to this per se, except you cannot force anybody else to be any particular way. Everyone is an individual. Everyone has their own perspective. One of the failings of many of our leaders is that they've had this desire to keep us ignorant and they are doing so because they want to retain this illusion of control they have. Because let's be honest, most of our leaders don't have any real control. They have a modicum of control granted to them by an office, a title, take your pick, all of which aren't real. They are artifices. The President of the United States is supposed to be an administrator. That's really their job. They are there to oversee Congress and to oversee the Supreme Court and be part of the checks and balances. The President is not a king. And yet, we've had several that have been kind of king-like, and a few that want to be king-like, and one in particular who very desperately wants to be a dictator. The point is, it's a title, and the leadership that comes of it isn't 
genuine or real in that it has nothing to do with anybody else because it's not anything but an artifice. When it comes to the meaning of life, the meaning of life, as far as I can tell, is simply to live. What that amounts to is doing and having and being and experiencing. This is not always the easiest thing to understand because there are so many people who are living their lives subconsciously. And I'll get into that more a little bit going forward. But right now I want to talk about how we are capable of so much more than we realize. We can do veritably anything we desire to do. But this requires empowerment. Nobody can give you empowerment. There is nobody else who can make you powerful. All empowerment comes from within. When it comes to who you are, you are empowered to make choices and decisions for what your life is going to look like. There are always forces telling us who, what, where, how, and why we should be. Society in general loves to paint this picture of people as being a specific way, a specific type, etc. There is a norm that we are told that we need to meet. There are standards that we are expected to maintain. There are things people think we should each be doing, and when you don't meet that, you often come across various forms of conflict and concern and take your pick. Some of it's well-meaning, some of it not so much. When it comes to living, when it comes to the meaning of life, and if it really is as simple as just to live, then we have so many options available to us. Living is not merely existing. And this is a mistake a lot of people make because we have come to believe that we are not entitled to certain things. That in order to be able to do X, Y, or Z, you have to come from a certain place, be a certain type, be a specific color, come from a specific culture. Take your pick. All of that, and I mean all of it, is artificial. When you get right down to it, it doesn't matter your nationality, sexuality, race, color, gender, etc. We are all the same. Put us under an electron microscope and you're going to see the same thing. Bundles of energy vibrating at frequencies. That is what we all are. And what that amounts to in our lives is we each manifest into these bodies. And these bodies are unique. They have different hair and skin colors and textures, different eye colors, different shapes, different builds. And to some degree, they're changeable. To some degree, they're not. The point is, living life is about experiences. There are people who just simply exist. They go with what they get, they go with the flow, they just are there. And they don't concern themselves with actually making choices or decisions to have experiences, to do things, to try things, to learn things. This is why education is so incredibly empowering. Learning builds up our ability not only to acquire new information, but to better understand not just things, not just concepts, not just ideas, but nature itself. We are comprised of subatomic particles that are what go into atoms, which go into cells, which go into us. Everything at its core from the tiniest subatomic particle to the largest star in the galaxy, is the same. We are all 
energy. Life as we know it is this interesting finite experience in these vessels we call our bodies. We are here in this time and place living and experiencing and having and doing and being. What does that even mean? What that means is that every single one of us has our own unique take on life, the universe, and everything. All of us live in this world in our own very different ways. While there are certain similarities, there are things that people have like jobs and cars and friends and family and lovers, etc., there are ways in which we all differ. What we desire, what lights us up, that which truly makes us happy is very seldom the same between people. All of us are empowered to make choices and decisions for change, and we all have different opportunities and choices available to us. The meaning of life, if it is to live, as I postulate that it is, is super, super simple and yet uber complicated because of the artifices we've put in place for ourselves. Why do we feel this incessant need to complicate life? One of the best examples of this comes from the book The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. One of the key factors of this book is the boy, Santiago, who is the central character, meets this alchemist who is hundreds of years old and via alchemy has the Philosopher's Stone and the Elixir of Life. And he explains on more than one occasion how the Emerald Tablet is the secret to alchemy. This simple, small stone contains the information. And it's not something you can just read. It's something you have to take into your soul to understand. And yet... Scientists and scholars have rejected that simplicity and instead written these ginormous tracts of information and these tomes and these scientific studies of what it would take to create the Philosopher's Stone and the Elixir of Life, and they've made it super complicated. This is a parable for the way we exist in this world. We love to complicate the simple. And sometimes that has its use because sometimes the simple is too simple and we need to give it a little more context. But a lot of the time, it's too much and we've made it so complex that it's very hard to understand. The meaning of life, if it is just to live, and I believe that it is, is easily elusive because lots of people don't know how to live. People exist subconsciously. They allow themselves to live by rote and routine and habit, and they seldom make choices and decisions for themselves. And why should they? We're frequently discouraged from doing so. Our leaders, our society, the fear base of our world is all about discouraging empowerment in a lot of respects in order to empower a select few for their false sense of power. Each and every one of us has power. We are all empowered to be, have, and do things in this life. It's very easy to lose sight of this, and this is where self-awareness ties directly into the meaning of life, because in order to live, to experience life for all that it has to offer, we need to be more self-aware. What's the meaning of life ultimately got to do with self-awareness? It is that if you're going to live, you can't just recognize the outside world because that's only a part of the whole picture. Your inner being is much richer and 
deeper and more involved than most people realize. We are composed of star stuff. We are these amazing creatures that are completely unique in the animal kingdom of planet Earth in that we are capable of incredible dreams. And not just dreams, but turning those dreams into reality, manifesting bigger and better. And there is no other animal that we're aware of on this planet with that same capability. The best way to recognize and understand this is via mindfulness. Mindfulness, as I define it and have been defining it for years, is active conscious awareness. What that means is that you actively make yourself aware of your inner mindset, headspace, psyche, self. This is done via asking questions like, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I doing? What are my intentions? How am I approaching life from a positive, negative, or neutral place? Each of these questions can only be answered here and now. And that's important because now is the only time that's really, truly real. Why is it that the now is the only time that's really, truly real? Because the past has come and gone. It is done. It is over. It cannot be undone, redone, changed. And yet people love to try to relive the past, to go back to the past, to alter the present to look like the past, which doesn't work in any way, shape, or form because it's done. It's past, literally. We can't go back. And yet people try. That's not real. The future, similarly, is completely uncertain because so many elements of it are completely outside of our control. You can do nothing for weather, other people, the circumstances of certain things. Nothing is to your control. You can only control itty-bitty little parts of it. And yet, people still try very hard to live only for the future. The future is uncertain. Change is the one and only constant in the universe, and that's the reason why the future is uncertain. Also why you can't go back to the past. But right here, right now, in this moment, you can be. Ultimately, you can be. You can make choices and decisions for who, what, where, how, and why you are. If you're discontent with your life as it currently is, in this moment, you can use your active conscious awareness Practice mindfulness, and if you don't like what you're thinking, feeling, and acting on, change them. This is in your control. Yes, I know there are times where it's not easy, and sometimes the choices you have suck. That's the nature of the universe. But choice is like any other muscle. The more you use it, the stronger you get. You have the power to understand the meaning of life by experiencing all that life has to offer. If to live is to not just be and not just be here, but to actually experience, to grow, to learn, to change, to embrace what the possibilities and potential is for you. There is always something new to be learned. There is always an opportunity to try new things, do new things, have new things, be new things. You have that power. And this is why self-awareness and the meaning of life, if it is just to live, which I believe it is, are so intertwined. Because in order to live life to its fullest, you must be self-aware. 
That occurs via active conscious awareness. And with your active conscious awareness, you can reach into your subconscious mind and you can change any habits, beliefs, and values that you hold. Nothing is written in stone when it comes to your life. Nothing. Absolutely. There are people who have challenges, who have mental issues, physical issues, limitations that do in fact exist. But by and large, they're not as big as we make them out to be. We can have, do, and be more. We are often only as limited as our imagination tells us that we are. I know that's controversial to some people. I know that that might even seem ableist to some. But the truth is we all have more power than we think that we do. And even from our limitations that might be, we can still make choices to experience the meaning of life and live. Experiences aren't always physical. Most of the time, they come down to the emotional and the mental and the spiritual. And that is something available to all. And self-awareness can show you how the meaning of life is connected to it. And you, my friends, are worthy and deserving of it. Let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. This is an exercise for living life. We're going to start by setting aside five minutes where you can be completely by yourself, no interruptions, nobody getting in your way. While you do this, to prepare for this, get a pen and paper or a notebook or a tablet or some other means that you can use to write or type. Set a timer for five minutes. Once you start the timer, for the first two minutes, just breathe deeply. Breathe in as deeply as you can and then let it out fully for two minutes. Repeat this until the end of those two minutes. Now, that complete, I'd like you to ask and answer this question. What experiences do I desire to have to feel the most alive that I can? There are no wrong answers to this, okay? This can be anything tangible or intangible. This can be taking regular walks in nature, sex, taking a nap, travel, reading a book, watching something that makes you laugh, or what have you. It's less about the actual experience itself and more about how that's going to make you feel. What feeling are you trying to evoke from this? What emotion are you trying to create? At the end of the five minutes, stop and then look at what you've got. Now, how can you apply it? If there's a financial issue as to the thing you want to do being applicable, are there alternatives that will make you feel alive in the same way? Repeat this whenever you question the meaning of life and your place in the universe, or anytime you have uncertainty, or you just feel like doing this analysis of your life and desires and connecting the meaning of life to your self-awareness. Thanks for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. 
Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Honey. She's the creator of my original cover art. Take a moment to visit her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And please check out my many published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and empathetic to yourself while being your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.